0: For your gods are as many as your cities, O Judah, and as many as the streets of Jerusalem are the altars you have set up to the shameful thing, altars to burn incense to Baal. Jeremiah 11, 13 Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, ladies out there in the Legion of Michael listening audience. Thank you very much for being here. Welcome. Yes, welcome to the Legion of Michael podcast. Thank you for being out here. Thank you for sharing this with people. Uh, If you have not taken the time, if you're listening right now and you have not taken the time to share this with someone else, well, shame on you. You should do that. You should share this. You should send it. We've made it easy. We've made it easy. And uh, if you'd like to get involved in the Legion Michael Church Security Program, you can do that as well. Join the uh, the VIP waiting list. If you're listening to this and uh, enrollment is currently closed, that's cool. Just put in your first name, your email address, and uh, submit it. And as soon as enrollment is open, you will be invited. You'll get an email. And, uh, of course, you can always uh, support this show as well if you would like to support the show. And we'd like it if you supported the show. <laughs> there you go. All right. You saw the title. Yes, you did. You saw the title before you clicked play. I know that's how it works out there. And so a lot of you are like, okay, calm down, Paul. Calm down, you you, ludite, you old guy. Yeah, some of you, uh, some people out there, ignorant people would say, calm down, boomer. Earth. Well, first of all, I'm not a baby boomer. The baby boom occurred from 1946. I believe it was 46 to 56. But it was the World War II veterans coming home from World War II and having kids. And that ain't me. That was my parents. My parents were part of the post. Actually, my dad was born during World War II. And my mom was born after World War II, so they. my mom was definitely a baby boomer. My dad was part of the generation before that. But either way, I'm not a boomer. I'm Gen X. And I'm here to tell you that AI is the work of Satan. And I'm going to back it up. So calm down. I'm going to back it up. But uh, one of the things that I, I want to stress or that I need to remember for myself is that I should always trust my instincts. I need to trust my instincts. And I have known since people started squawking a couple of years ago. Uh, and then this last year, people were really chatting it up about this chat GPT, which is just a brand name this artificial intelligence. And it's been going on behind the scenes for, for a couple of decades now. Uh, the, what they've been doing is, is every time you do anything on the Internet, every time you search something, every time you input something, every time you open up a device and you talk to the device, what do you think Siri and Alexa are all about? Siri and Alexa are AI teaching methods. That was that's teaching the artificial intelligence, the non human, man made intelligence what to do, how to speak, how to communicate, how to think. That's what that's all about. It was now you see, it was put to you, it was given to you as convenience. You were told, wow, this look look at how convenient this is. You don't even need to open up your phone. You don't need to sit down on a laptop and, and stroke some keys like some kind of a uncivilized barbarian. No, you can just speak words, and the, uh, the spy bot that's continuously nonstop listening to you will answer your silly question for you, or will play the music you want to play, or will give you a recipe for chocolate chip cookies or whatever. It was sold to you as convenience. But what it really was is it was using you as a white lab rat. You were being used as lab rats in this experiment, in this AI experiment. Now, at the very beginning, I was actually reading the book of Jeremiah this morning, and that's what inspired me. I read the book of Jeremiah, and then I went outside. It's a gorgeous day today, beautiful. It's a fall day, a beautiful fall day. Sun was out mid 50s then into the 60s and I needed to get some work done today I needed to cut down a dead tree uh, because if you don't cut down dead trees what happens is they fall at very inopportune times like uh, snowstorms and windstorms and so forth and I would rather cut it down on my terms than have the tree just snap over and be laying in my driveway or you know even worse up against the house uh, during a storm so, you know, that's part of good stewardship. And, if, you know, trees die, and sometimes when they die, you need to take them down. You know, so that's why that was on my agenda today. And, of course, you know, the, the benefit of cutting down a dead tree is it's already seasoned. and You can chop it up, and it becomes instant firewood. So there you go. And I did that. And then I went back into, in the back of the property, and I cut some more firewood. I went back into the woods, cut some firewood. This gives me, you know, obviously when uh, I'm using a chainsaw, maybe not obviously, but when I'm using a chainsaw, I put on the headphones, you know, Uh protect my ears with the headphones uh, from the loud noise of the chainsaw. I've already given up enough hearing to, the, to this world. But it gives me time to think because it was just me. I was out there working the chainsaw. I was out there with the uh, wood splitting mall, splitting the pieces that I just cut up into usable pieces and so forth. I'm doing that. And it gave me an opportunity to think. And it occurred to me, like I said, this morning when I was drinking my morning coffee, I was reading the book of Jeremiah, chapter 11. And it's in Jeremiah as a prophet. And once again, how many prophets did God send to Israel? And he's like, look, you're screwing up. Stop it. And some people listened and some people didn't. And many of those uh, Many of those prophets that God sent to tell the people of Israel that they were screwing up and to stop it uh, were punished and were ridiculed and were martyred because people didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to hear it. For your gods are as many as your cities, O Judah, and as many as the streets of Jerusalem are the altars you have set up to the shameful thing, altars to burn incense to Baal. Now, in our modern world, we say, oh, come on, that's t- nobody worships Baal anymore. Hey, don't be so sure. But we, you know, we, we don't do that. We don't make little idols for ourselves and, and worship idols. How many times are we warned in the Bible against worshiping the work or the construction of our hands? A lot, right? Many times. You just dig into your Bible, and you're going to see there the warnings. So here we are in the 21st century, and people are, well, we're being told that, oh, man, this chat GPT thing and whatever other AI is out there, this is great, it's wonderful, oh, it's it's tremendous, because it's going to make your life so much easier, and it's going to make it so much more convenient, and we've already talked about that, we've talked about the uh, the devil of easiness, and convenience. But let's talk about worshiping the work of our own hands. Let's talk about getting into the artificial world and away from the very, very real world that God created for us. Let's go back to the book of Genesis 3.19. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread until you return to the ground, because from, from it you were taken. For you are dust, and to the dust you shall return. Those are the words of God our Father as he was kicking uh, Adam and Eve out of the garden. You guys all know the story. He says, by the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground, because from it you were taken. For you are dust, and to the dust you shall return. This is very famous. Uh this how how many times have you either watched a you've been present at a funeral or you saw one that was portrayed uh on the movies or television or whatever, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. And that's where this comes from. It comes from Genesis three hundred nineteen, because from it you were taken. From the ground you were taken, and to the ground you shall return, for you are dust, and to the dust you shall return. But at the very beginning of that, often we everybody gets to the ashes to ashes dust to dust part. Everybody focuses on that, but no one hardly ever focuses on the the first part. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread. Now we often view this as a punishment, right? Where we, you know, God is is upset with Adam and Eve because they disobeyed him. Uh he's upset with them, uh and he kicks them out. And he's like, "Okay, you no, no longer, it's kind of like uh, you know, a parent and your kid is 18 or 19 and they're disrespectful and they don't want to listen to the rules. You're like, cool. You, you don't like the the free room and board. You don't like, is it, Here, bye. Have fun. Have fun being an adult. Have fun making it on your own. And so God sent them out. And we're like, wow, yeah, he was punishing them. But if we think about that, it also might have been a blessing few things provide as much genuine satisfaction as a job well done would you say that is true working the land working with animals using your hands to provide food and security and shelter for your family offers a true real genuine sense of satisfaction you know if, if you've ever if you've ever done a hard day's work and I hope most of you have but whether it is, Putting up hay into a barn, or whether it is chopping firewood, putting firewood away, or maybe it's going out and planting, or what, whatever, or tending to the animals. You know, sometimes animals can't build their own barns. You're like, what? That, why not? And then Chat GPT can't build you a barn. You know, there's no app on your iPhone to build a barn. Not You might be able to get directions or plans or what have you. But when it comes to getting things done, to realism, to experiencing the real the real world, not the notional world, not the digital world, not the artificial world, and the A in artificial intelligence is telling. It, that is telling. That is a giveaway because it's artificial. It's not real. You see, this world that we've created on the internet, this digital world that we've created, is not the world of God. It is the world of man. And how many times have we seen, how many times have you noticed your children or your grandchildren or maybe yourself getting lost in this artificial world? You try and communicate with your kids, you try and communicate with your grandkids, you try and communicate with maybe other adults and they've got their heads so far into their phones, or maybe their tablets, or maybe their laptops. But they have their their attention so far into that artificial world that they're not paying attention to the real world that's going on around them. They are not giving attention to God's world, to God's creation. You see that? When God punished Adam and Eve, when he said to Adam, By the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread. means if you want to eat stuff, you're going to have to work for it. You're going to have to till the land. You're going to have to tend it. You're going to have to bring forth grain, and then from that grain, you're going to have to make bread. If you want to eat meat, you're going to have to tend to those animals, the goats, the sheep, the cattle, the chickens. You have to tend to them because they're not going to tend to themselves. You're going to have to do it. But that was actually, a he, it was kind of a, a hidden blessing or a blessing that, that maybe we don't take enough time to appreciate. You see, Satan wants you to believe that everything should be convenient. Satan wants you to believe that everything should be easy. It's God who wants you to understand that there is genuine value in real work. There is genuine value in getting back to the real world, getting back to the land. The closer you are to God's creations, the closer you are to God. And conversely, the farther away you are from God's creation or the more you remove yourself from God's very real, tangible world, the farther you will find yourself from him. AI is all about convenience. Oh, it's going to make things so much easier and so much more convenient. How much more time do we need to spend with our heads shoved into the internet? You say, "Oh, you don't have to you don't have to do that anymore. You can just you don't have to write that, you don't have to create that. You don't have to you don't have to invest the time and energy, the mental energy and creativity into creating Material, content, written content, video content, whatever. You don't have to do that anymore. You just tell the computer to do it for you. Where's the satisfaction in that? Where's the satisfaction in that? And once we create this artificial intelligence, and artificial intelligence, make no mistake, is programmed. It has an agenda. And that agenda is to get you away from your creator and his creation, and get you focused on that of man, the creation of man. We're right back to Baal worship. We're right back. We might not be burning incense, and we might not be making little statues out of silver or gold or bronze or whatever, but I tell you what we're doing, we are just as guilty as the people of the time of Jeremiah. We are just as guilty of worshiping the creations of our own hands. And you said, but Paul, you said there's a satisfaction in a job well done. Yes, there is a satisfaction in a job well done. When you work the land, when you're working with animals, when you provide food and security and shelter and safety for your family, when you do all of those things by the sweat of your face, by the sweat of your brow, there is a very real, genuine satisfaction. I don't worship the eggs that that come out of my chickens. I don't worship the firewood that is stacked up behind the house for this winter. I don't worship that. But I know that that is a gift that all of those things, the chickens and the eggs and the you know whether it's milk from goats or or the beef that come from the cattle that graze out there in the sagebrush, those are all gifts from God. And the more time you spend With God's creations, the closer you are going to be to your heavenly Father, the more you will realize the wonders of the world that he has given us. And in the same way, the farther away, the more you get your head stuck in, your attention into this artificial world. That's what AI stands for. It's artificial. It is not real. It is a construct of man, and it is a construct of Satan. This internet, this convenience, these apps, all of this nonsense, I do not believe serves to get us closer to God. I believe it serves to get us farther away from him. And you need to understand it. You need to understand that we don't need more convenience in our world. We don't need things to be easier. We need more realism, not more artificial you see, artificial is the work of Satan. Convenience, easy. How, how many times in, in Proverbs do you read about the lazy man or the slothful man? The warnings against that, the warnings against being lazy and slothful. Yeah, sounds like easy, convenient. Let's stop worrying about AI. Let's stop worshiping AI. and Let's stop worshiping the works of man the creations of man, and let's get back to the real world that our Heavenly Father created for us and gave us as a blessing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. It is the time for the warrior's prayer. Lord, I come before you seeking the strength and skill to overcome my enemies. Grant me, I pray, the wisdom to recognize evil. And brothers and sisters, is that not the first step? Is that not the most important thing? the wisdom to recognize evil in this world, the courage to confront it, and the strength to destroy it. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen.